I love the activity of sound. Ears have ears with Brooke Olsen. Unexplored territories in sound. the Ears Have Ears FBI Radio Experimental Music Podcast. My name is Brooke Olson, and in this edition, we'll hear from a duo who have turned their back on professional musicianship and instead approach things with a true DIY punk aesthetic. Just kind of having a go and not feeling like you had to play an instrument properly. You don't really need to study it to learn it, to make a particular kind of music, whereas maybe once... You did. Lucy Phelan and Matthew Hopkins there from Melbourne via Sydney extraterrestrial drone duo Half High. The pair are part of a growing number of avant-garde musicians from across the world exploring new sounds with no rules attached. Ears Have Ears invited them along to play in front of a studio audience for our monthly live performance series which takes place on stage at FBI Radio's Performance Hub, located in the station's offices in Sydney. They played in front of an intimate audience of weird music lovers in April 2016. So let's head back now and listen to the broadcast performance. We'll start off by hearing Half High play live, and after the performance you'll hear a really fascinating interview with the duo about Australia's punk and experimental music communities, ably led by RIP Society label head Nick Warnock and introduced by myself. Thank you. 
That was the extraterrestrial drone duo Half High live on Ears Have Ears. So amazing, so meditative. I absolutely felt like I was in a different plane listening to that. It was excellent. Matthew and Lucy both have incredible side solo projects going as well, beyond Half High. Matthew's just released this really fantastic solo collage record. It's called Blue Lit Half Breath and it's available on the really fantastic UK experimental record label Penultimate Press. And Lucy has an off-kilter techno project which is called Lucy Cliché. And it's really amazing. She released this EP called Drain Down through a label called Noise In My Head and it's absolutely incredible. Apparently her new stuff is really great live also. But she's living in Melbourne at the moment along with Matthew so we don't get to see her play live as much as we'd like to. Now I'd like to invite onto the stage Nick Warnock. So... Many of you in this room are probably familiar with Nick's work and busyness, but he's been involved in Sydney's independent punk, weird other rock music communities for as long as really a lot of us in this room can probably remember. And he's played in numerous bands, most recently Bedwet and Bad Boys and Exotic Dog. But he also makes a whole bunch of room on the shelves of repressed records in Newtown for a bunch of independent, fantastic music from across the world. And he also, of course, runs the RIP Society label, who have released music by Woolen Kits, Mob, Cured Pink, Royal Headache, and Half High. I'd like to invite over to the other mics now, Lucy and Matthew, and uh, let Nick kick off this Q&A. Uh, thank you, Brooke. I thought I'd first give a little bit of context as to how I know Matt and Lucy and my relationship with them. I guess I first saw Matthew and Lucy play music in the band Naked on the Vague in the year 2007 at a show called the Find You're in a Pony Festival, which happened on the grass of uh, Herman's Bar at University of Sydney. And Naked on the Vague happened to be playing. And I went up to them after they played and bought a compact disc off them. And I think they were very embarrassed as... Uh, how enthusiastic I was about their music. I went to every Naked on the Vague show that I could get to after that. They helped me navigate through the underground of Sydney and Australia in general, the morals and values that they have in helping an independent music community exist have really shaped my own um, identity in music. And I don't think there would be an RIP society without Matt and Lucy. So thanks for Aww. existing, guys. <laughs> That's really generous, Nick. Thank you very much. No, no problem. Very sweet. How did you two start playing music together? We started playing together probably around 2005. I'd moved into a house that had a drum kit of a friend that they'd left there. I think she's actually in the audience. And that kind of just got us going in terms of thinking about playing music. And Matthew had a really good attitude towards music and just kind of having a go and not feeling like you had to play an instrument properly, which I didn't know how to do. So I found that really generous of him. And his friend Chris was also around and we played together for a little bit. And that was kind of the beginning of our band. We sort of had some musical stuff in common, not a lot, but I think we both were wanting to like make music at that time. And I'd kind of started with a friend sometimes finding the right people to do that with is is the difficult thing rather than actually wanting to. So yeah, yeah. just sort of coincided. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I associate you guys with running the nights at the Land Franchise uh, warehouse space, which was on Cleveland Street in Chippendale. Those nights were a lot of people playing music for the first time. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And other people in this room played in bands like Holly Balm and Say Cheese and Die were also organizing these nights at a warehouse space in, I guess, what was a. F- chocolate factory that had some murders in it or something yeah yeah anyway so which makes a perfect space for music in sydney yeah um because no one you know no other space will have like progressive open-minded music unless there's been a murder and a failed chocolate business in it yeah something but, um, like that yeah so anyway the writing I, right ingredients yeah i associate uh both of you with that musical environment where preconceived notions of musicianship or professionalism are thrown out the window for the sake of uh, being purely creative. Those gigs happened because a bunch of mutual friends, Say Cheese and Die and Holy Balm, wanted to play music together with Naked and the Vague. And we were like, how can we do this? And so then we started doing the Chucha Barn Nights. I mean, it wasn't sort of such a big leap for us either to do that because we started doing the band and we we felt like if we could do a band then it wasn't that much harder to organize the show even though it always seems a little bit difficult or dire to for places to play and everything it was then as well so it was sort of like that was the perfect environment to do that sort of stuff in i wanted to talk about the fluidity that you've both had between different universes of um, of music. You know, people want to compartmentalise music generally. Yeah. Sydney as an underground music community seems to have this fluidity between different kind of approaches to music mm. as opposed to aligning with any type of tradition. And I just wanted to see how you feel about, you know, playing in these different like rhythmic electronic song-based band and experimental groups and how those experiences differ? Well, I think they do differ a little bit in terms of how you go about them, obviously. And Naked on the Vague was my first band and we definitely were kind of learning on the spot. And then with Half High, it was a little bit more free and we were able to explore sounds that didn't fit into the song structure that Naked on the Vague had. And then for my solo project, I wanted to make it something that was quite rhythmic and danceable. And I think I probably brought together the elements from both of those things, like Naked on the Vague had that rhythmic element and then half high kind of the in your brain out there kind of element. I feel like I tried to bring them together with my solo act, but probably a little bit more self-consciously in terms of making it work as a thing that could work on the dance floor. I was interested in experimental music as an extension of punk and the Stooges, the Electric Eels, Throbbing Gristle, this kind of like youth music culture as opposed to an academic, studious kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel both of you fit into that same, Mm. into that same realm. And I wanted to kind of ask if you're a part of a particular contemporary experimental music movement. And I think there's this kind of universe of um, experimental music now where it's almost like this reclamation of the avant-garde by people from this, it was easy, it was cheap, go and do it, post-punk ideology. 
Is this a real thing or have I imagined it? The no, internet no, no. has made it a real thing, maybe. No. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, well, what is real? What's real right now is just actually people who are in the room and people listening on the radio who maybe are making connections in their head. Mm. And then there's the internet where... I never heard of that. um, Mm. You know, and I think that that's obviously helped to make these connections a little bit stronger. I mean, I think for both of us, we're both interested in like... um, yeah, like, you know, histories and we're not trained musicians, but we're learned in the sense that, you know, we're very aware of historically bands and what they've done and movements and things. So maybe it's just about taking cues from some of the kind of learned things that happen. We're both interested in stuff other than music as well. So there's a lot of ideas about composition and sound and everything. You don't really need to study it to learn it, to make a particular kind of music, mm. whereas maybe once you did, but things have evolved to the point where... You can absorb ideas and apply that to sound making. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. I I I guess we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Give them a round of applause, everyone. Thanks, guys. That was Half High, Lucy Phelan and Matthew Hopkins and Nick Warnock live on the FBI radio stage in the performance broadcast space for Ears Have Ears Live in April 2016. Huge thanks to everyone who was involved. Lucy, Matthew and Nick, FBI Radio, Scarlett DeMaio, the Ears Have Ears executive producer, Sam Ecott, our digital producer, all of our volunteers and crew, the Community Broadcasting Foundation, and you for listening. Make sure you check out Half High's music on Bandcamp and SoundCloud and listen to their solo records as Lucy Cliche and Matthew Philip Hopkins. Highly recommended listening from the Ears Have Ears camp. You can also find out more about Nick's label, RIP Society, at ripsociety.tumblr.com. In the next edition of the Ears Have Ears podcast, we'll hear a live performance and interview with legendary Sydney electronic group Severed Heads, who sound a little bit like this. I said to him, give her up. I swore by all I held most sacred. Though I had him dogged for months, by first-rate man, no shadow of proof was forthcoming, and there was no denying that he could be good as... In the meantime, you can listen back to our radio program, which is hosted by me, Brooke Olson, Thursday nights, 9 to 11pm on 94.5 FM on FBI Radio in Sydney, or head along to fbiradio.com to stream or listen back in your own time. Take a few minutes, find us on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast, and catch us on the next one, coming up quite soon. Until then, stay curious and keep your ears to the radio. I suggested a little jaunt to celebrate, but the red the era or our darling Grand Canary. He was looking pale, beat, but this was not possible just then.